0: To all my guys, gals, and non binary pals of audio and officially now video podcast land, and welcome to another exciting episode of Neon Memories, a light hearted magical 80s TRPG actual play podcast. I am your Dean of Magic, Mikey, who gets to run this amazing game. You can follow me all over the social medias at various iterations of Pop Culture Geek. You can also follow all of us collectively at Vibe Tribe Productions across same social media sites where we are officially in release week at the time of the recording of this episode. So everything is slowly starting to drop. Subscribe, download to all of the projects we got going on, where podcasts can be found, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music. And for now, we are officially on YouTube as well, both in audio and video versions of all these games as well. So make sure you give us a subscribe, download, a comment, review, whatever the things the kids say these days. Man, I'm so excited that everything is here, but enough about those things. As always, I am not here alone. I am joined by an amazing cast of players tonight. We're going to go around, they're going to introduce themselves, and then we're going to jump into this episode proper. So, eeny, meeny, miny, moe, because he's the first on my screen. Damon, you shall be the first to go.
1: Hey. Hello, everyone. It's Damon, our Theater Cup 7 here in the Discordiverse as I call it now officially at this moment. I am all over the internet, but probably not in good places. But if you wish to find me, you can find me on Twitter at DMA 79 I am also a co-host of the Cubs Out Loud podcast. We do we're a bunch of gay beery bear hype folks doing conversations about everything and everything that we like, because it's our show and not yours. But in this show, I am playing Shanice Willis, the rising star prep.
0: Oh, my gosh. This whole cast has been such a vibe and Shanice. I'm excited to see where Shanice ends up by the end of this game. Next to get their introduction is the one and only Connor. (laughs)
2: me hi everybody i'm connor i am playing eric colmena the gearhead rebel you can find me in other vibe tribe season two productions like a walk among gods where i play delta the reborn monk along with damon who's up there on my screen uh, and then also in desk vale, where i play danny calaveras uh, i'm very excited to be here and uh, yeah what could possibly go wrong tonight right
0: i don't expect anything to go wrong but everything so sh- wrong I guess that is very true. And of course, last but certainly not least, the one and only Adolfo. Well, she cries more. That was some Billy
3: Idol's straight 80s because we are in the 80s here in the neon memories. I am the nerdy Puerto Rican Adolfo. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on the TikTok. And you can find me actually this season mostly here. On the Bob Traps where Brave New World, I'm uh, playing. I'm playing a character over in Brave New Worlds. Uh, over in the Academy, I'm playing another character over on the Academy, and then also I'm hopping in over at the Divergence, where me, Mikey, and Will, we talk some talk. We talk some talk, and uh, over the Biconics, where we talk about the wrestling. But here on the Neon Memories, I play Pavel Rasputin. Yeah, he is the jock Cornfed athlete? who came from the Eastern Soviet bloc, this family did. Yeah, to break you.
0: You have no idea how much I missed that. <laughs> it's been
1: um, wonderful to hear. Yes,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. This is going to be a great time. Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, we are down two members tonight our lovely Setfin, who plays John, the new kid who had an amazing Karate Kid moment last episode, which I'll get into in a little bit during the recap. And then, of course, our lovable Swede, Mikel, who plays our lovable nerd slash geek oldie, who all happens to be next door neighbors with Pavel. And that whole interaction was, I wasn't prepared for that, but it was great. <laughs> and I can't wait to see. You can follow them all over the social. Sutfin you can find at Cosmos Prefect. You can also follow him. Actually, Suffin's in quite a bit of projects. You can also find him over at the Crystal City and Brave New Wild in Duskvale and Season 2 of the Academy. The man's has been booked. (laughs) And I love him to Yes, booked and blessed. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, you can find Mikel all over the social medias at Dunk Green Mike. Also, if you are a fan of wrestling and you happen to be in Europe, specifically the Swedish territories, you can see him live and in person. He has a tag team match later at the time of this recording tomorrow night. I hope he gets a win. I know he's been on a losing streak. Gotta support the friends here. But they will be back next episode. With all those introductions out of the way, let's jump into a quick recap. Last time on Neon Memories. Ooh, child, where do we begin? So, (laughs) we turned back the clock a little bit, and we got a formal introduction to both Aldi and Pavel as they made their way to the hottest party of the summer at The Chad's Place. That interaction was great. Go listen to it last episode. It was fantastic. I was dying of laughter. We were all dying of laughter. It was the, gr- it was so good. And once they got to the party, we picked right back up where we had the Roadhogs, our sentient pinata gang, confront the Chad over some payments about some desserts that did not get paid for. And the Chad being... The person that he is enlisted the party goers to help him fight for their right to party, essentially. Let me tell you, this fight scene was so good. Watching people with like with super soakers and just all different types of sh- shenanigans went down. And for the most part, our crew ended up doing pretty well defending the house until... One of the big bad leaders of the Roadhog stepped forward a giant elephant pinata and decided to end this with a one-on-one fight. And our new kid, John, ended up being the person that needed to fight. And what I can only describe as a magnificent karate kid moment... (laughs) Literally, just in one fell swoop, John ended up knocking the elephant piñata down to the ground, thus saving the party and making the road hogs disperse for the evening. And in a very cliche 80s moment, the whole entire party just threw him up in the air, was cheering, and the party continued into the wee hours of the morning. And that okay. is, <laughs> yes, and that is where we're going to pick up right there. So. At this point, it is probably close to four in the morning and everybody is starting to. The party is officially, I think, is on its last legs. There are multiple people passed out, sleeping on the couches. There are people sleeping outside. There may or may not be some people who fell victim to Sharpie penises drawn on them, as one does. (laughs) But... As the party begins to wind down, everyone starts to head home. The chat is just chilling in what's his jacuzzi in the back. And is just try. He has fallen asleep in said jacuzzi. It was a wild night for sure. And as everyone just starts to disperse, all of you at some point begin to either head to your ride or some of you get asked for your ride. So... Now this is just a DM question everyone So Shanice you drove
1: Well you came with your I foot. rode with my <laughs> We're gonna call him X now uh, So we're gonna We're gonna rewind a little bit to Just after the fight Ended because there was another Fight that happened Absolutely another fight that happened Cause Mr. I, I have even I've literally Just forgot his name I don't remember His name
0: I got my notes held up. Oh, (laughs) Ah, no. Brad!
1: Your ex boyfriend now. (laughs) That's how bad it is, because I don't even remember his name. I've probably forgotten it, because that is how quick she forgets these guys. But she is having the, like, dramatic fight. Like, we know we've seen this in every movie. This whole, like, I can't believe you... What were you doing? Like, why were you, why did I have to fight my, fight this battle without you? Why were you hiding in the corner? What the fuck is going on? She wouldn't have said fuck, but like, what the hell? What the hell, Brad? What the hell? Do, do you think that this was what I wanted to do this evening? No, this wasn't what I wanted to do this evening. I wanted to have fun and dance. And now we're, we fought like sentient pinatas, which I guess is a thing now. And just going on and on. And I'm sure there is a crowd gathering, which is the point for Shinny's, is to just have that like moment. And I think, do I did? I am playing into the malfunction of dramatic. So I'm going to gain a heart while being overly dramatic about a situation. <laughs> yes. I, I am. Despite that this is Chad's party, despite that this is the party of the year, in this moment at this time, it is all about me, and I do officially break up with him. I had planned on doing it anyway, but I was going to give it like the morning, or at least the ride home. But we have the fight, and I go, "We're over, done." It's like that's a wrap, finito. <laughs> yes, I storm off and go find my friend. To go dance this off, definitely. Oh my goodness, Brad!
3: I can can just imagine
1: Brad just standing up. (laughs) What do you mean, bro? What What do you mean, bro? He doesn't get a word. He definitely doesn't get a word in. He doesn't even look like wait for an apology. Like he's not going to apologize. No, there are no words.
3: Yeah, and he's just got that that dumb look on his face.
1: (laughs) Absolutely,
0: these dumb jocks out here. Yeah, Shanice, it's officially done. Finito, you and Brad are officially over. As soon as you storm off to go continue the rest of the party, Brad just, yeah, Brad just stands there. And he's just dumbfounded. And I feel like he stands there for a pretty good ch- ch- chunk of time as he's trying to process in his brain is what just happened. I got broken up with what just wait, what? What? <laughs> it's like he's having an existential crisis. So yes. he's just this has never happened to me before. How do I feel these things? What do I do process? Just the and internal course, monologue.
1: Yeah. And of course, the odd, the crowd is on Shanice's side.
0: Of oh, definitely. Yeah. You helped defend the party and he was hiding in the bush
1: when everything went down. <laughs> what the hell, Brad? What the hell? <laughs> you
3: know, I could I also see Brad after the initial like shock and everything has worn off for the rest of the night. He's tried to like g- like sneak his way into Shanice's peripheral vision and be like, look at me. I'm doing okay, Shanice. I'm fine. See? I am a new girl. Here. Okay, she's not here, she's in the bathroom, but <laughs> that
0: is exactly what yeah. happens now.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh my god. Oh, Adolfo, I love you so much, dude. <laughs> but that's why I love this wow. game, because it's lots of collaborative storytelling. And it is amazing. So Shanice spends the rest of the party just dancing the night away until it's time to go. You know what? Let's just go with it. So Eric, so picking up after the Roadhogs leave and the party is now back in full swing. What does Eric end up doing for the remainder of the time at this party?
2: I think what Eric does is writing on the social high of like being a part of something when normally he does that whole emo's not a thing yet. But if emo was a thing, he's in the emo zone
0: for the all intents and purposes of this game, because my mom was a child of the 80s. Emo is the new term, but new wave was the way she described it, because that's exactly how she dressed. So writing. Yep. So new wave say, exists in this universe, punk. but continue.
2: New wave, new wave punk,
0: new that, wave that's,
2: that's punk. That, yes. uh-huh. Yeah, he's he is firmly in the new wave punk zone. Normally spends a lot of time alone or just with close, trusted people. But I think this time feeling a part of the entire group, he's bringing around drinks. Not so much waiter, but more of, hey, have you tried these three options? I do not drink this one. You will go blind. But I think he's going to be checking for who's driving, who's not driving. He really wants to like reduce the chance of potential harm because he's a good guy like that. But yeah, he's definitely socializing, talking through the whole room where that where he ends up with that. I don't know. But that's what he's doing. So, he, gives, cool. he gives Brad a beard, a beer.
1: <laughs> gives Brad a beard. That's yep. a slip. What? <laughs> but Who knows, right? <laughs> oh, my wow. goodness. Like, anyway, Sidney's <laughs> will definitely take a drink from you. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm hot. It's, thir- it's I'm hot. I'm thirsty. Yes. <laughs> and grabs probably the lightest drink because I'm assuming you have more of that than the death one.
2: Can I pull a collaborative DM moment? Would you have looked before or would you just reach for it knowing there's one there? And do you want to randomly roll for which one you get?
1: Oh, sure. Let's do that.
2: If you roll me a D6, I'll tell you which one you get.
1: Okay. We're going to have fun. I'm going to roll my rainbow die. Do it.
2: Five. All right. Unfortunately, you did not get the moonshine, so you will not be going blind. Uh, but you did get the flower wine. So you got a, it's light. It's not too hard, and it's infused with wildflowers found from the local hills and mountains and stuff. Oh. So think like dandelion and yeah, strawberry wine kind of stuff, but with a little yeah. bit. Of water.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sunese would like that. Yes, that that worked out perfectly. See what that's, that's, Yeah. Really good. That sounds delicious, yes. Yes. Good. So, so you just reached over and grabbed one, and then sifted and was like, and then give a little tip to you. Did you make this? You hear over the loud. This is good. Eric, uh, right? Yeah. Uh,
2: you, you know who I am?
1: I know you now. And then I will turn away. Eric
2: picks up his jaw and continues on the lap. Yeah. Damn.
1: You got a notice from the popular
0: girl. <laughs> that is definitely going to come in handy. especially. Oh, Eric, I have so many plans for you when we get to college. <laughs>
3: Me- meanwhile, Brad's sitting in the corner, shooting daggers out of his eyes at Eric. Just, he's, just, he's got his drink. Yes. He's, he's just like...
1: I love it. And I will... Do a twirl and see that, and he will get a look. Of, <laughs> Don't you dare.
3: He'll just, like, he'll do the thing where he will totally get caught, and he'll turn real quick, but he'll keep, the way he turns, he just rams right into the wall and turns back around, like.
1: Oh, I like, missed to do that.
3: You're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally see, to see babe? I can hit a wall, babe. I can hit a wall.
1: You can hit a wall, but you can't hit a person can't defend me that's not gonna help
3: mike I'm, ste- I'm, I'm, I'm stealing your npcs mikey i'm sorry
1: listen
0: this is a collaborative storytelling game and i'm cool with oh, it because it enhances the story and it's going to turn yeah. out that brad is the big bad all along <laughs> Because remember, a lot, pretty much given the way that this has worked out, everybody's going to end up going to this community college. So this is not just what it done. Brad is also going to this community college. It's going to be a great time. I have so many fun stuff planned for everyone. So, Eric, you are networking. You are getting your drinks out there and as the night continues. All right. This is going to be interesting. Pavel. What does Pavel do <laughs> for after immediately after the fight and as the rest of the night continues what is Pavel up to at this party
3: <laughs> All right Pavel the most important thing is he goes back over to where he put his borscht that he brought that his grandpa made when he goes and gets first he puts the jacket back on because lest we forget he wore the circa 19 19- 70s suit that was given to him by his father to this thing, right? Not only is it circa 19 mid 70s, but it's like circa mid 70s communist block style. So it's like super gaudy. But he he puts it on and he grabs the tray and he will walk in his big old six foot seven bear black bear. Style. And of course, because he's a jock and an athlete, he's just, his chest is wide, his lats are huge. He can't, it looks like he can't wipe his own ass. And he walks in <laughs> and as he walks in, like the music is bumping, right? And he's just, I have brought Bosch. who wants some Bosch? And he'll just go to people and be like, would you like some Bosch? And because the music is too loud, people might like misconstrue and be scared off or they'll do the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? But that's that's what he'll that's what he'll do. He will keep his hands on the borscht pretty much the whole night. And if anyone takes some that that he will of course give the borscht. but then he will eventually make his way to the dance floor and he will do this so he's going to keep a he's going to keep a tray the tray and then he's going to do like this east german weird 80s dance which oh, is no. the in thing over in the x over in the communist block but here in the u.s it's what are you having a seizure what the hell is going on
1: now is the time of <laughs> when we danced
3: <laughs> now was the top of sprockets when we danced. oh,
1: oh my gosh
0: okay oh.
3: two things <laughs> But he's well, got th- the, he's got the tray of borscht, so he can't do the hand thing. He just he can't
1: swallow the thing. He's got the face yeah. and hand legs. Yes.
0: Oh my god. Okay, so three things. Number one, that is amazing. <laughs> number two, I forgot you had the borscht. <laughs> you brought it, and now you're serving it to everyone. And number three, your character. So I'm thinking about this, right? And I was like, I was like, I, this character is just a very bipedal bear, <laughs> black bear, I should say. And then I was reminded, I was like, why, where have I seen that before? And then I was, remember, I'm just imagining Pavel is just literally Kuma from Tekken, (laughs) like the Tekken fighting series.
3: Not, Not to give away company secrets, but my M drawing inspiration, there's this Russian superhero movie called The Guardians. And one of the characters on there is this dude that he's a werebear and he transforms in this big fucking bear. I said the F word. We're demonetized. Sorry.
0: We're past two minutes. You're fine. Okay,
3: cool. Cool. That's okay. We'll fix it. We'll fix it in post. It's fine. But yeah, that was my inspiration. Just huge, like,
0: bar. Hold up. Now I gotta look this up. Oh my God. You're right. Holy shit! For the listening audience and for the the video podcast audience too, because you can't see this. I'm looking this up on Google and I typed it in. Yes, that is exactly. Yes, that is exactly it. That definitely tracks. Oh, it's so beautiful. We're going to talk after Adolfo because I need to know where, like, how did you manage to find this obscure reference? (laughs) It's beautiful. (laughs) It's the most beautiful thing I have seen. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. So the three of you end up dancing the night away, either dancing on the dance floor, networking, serving drinks getting people to try your borscht. (laughs) But as it begins, the kind of trickle into the wee hours of the morning, the music has finally stopped. Everyone except for you guys. A lot of people have ended up passed out on couches and grass. Some people have somehow managed to find a spot on the stairs and are sleeping there. There are people just chilling, like fall fell asleep on a pool on various pool floaties in the pool. Some people have managed to find the couch in the garage like either people are sleeping. They are just just chilling and sitting against the wall or some people are starting to wake up and starting to head home for the evening. And again, the Chad is chilling in the jacuzzi, just passed out.
2: That's not safe. <laughs> it's I just not completed ha- a CPO class and I can tell you right now it is not safe. Please do not pass <laughs> out your jacuzzis. Please don't do no. it. He'll be fine. Yes,
0: yeah, so for the contents of this story, he will he'll be fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, someone will get him. It's, someone will that's, get him. That's the, that's the way it is. Maybe Brad. I mean,
0: we never we have yet to reveal like Brad and everything that he may or may not be into. This is a judge-free we, game, like we don't know
3: We here at the Black <laughs> Club do not condone a <laughs> hot tub or any watery pool type thing. Please observe water safety. Bing.
0: The more, you know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But as the party kind of comes to its rightfully so conclusion and everyone starts to head home. So let's so quickly, let's just go over this. So. Eric, you came in y- your car <laughs> like you drove here.
2: Yes, I did. Also, can I do one one thing? As Eric was leaving, his last thing that he did for the entire party, when there's a line of sleeping people passed out, I drew a Pac-Man game in Sharpie across all of their arms and faces as much as I could interconnect it of different scenes from Pac-Man. That's all I wanted to do. That's all. Thank you.
0: That is absolutely what you did. It was glorious. (laughs) All right, Eric, so you're going to end up driving home. Pavel, you got dropped off. So is your mom coming to get you an Aldi again?
3: You said it's four in the morning, right? Yeah. I'm trying to, is that workout time? No. When the clock strikes four outside of the house, is this, appears this fellow humanoid bear, right? Uh, he's six, eight, but. And it has like black Eastern European black bear coloration. However, he has gray grays like here and there. He totally has the 80s like spaghetti tank top and he's totally rocking like the shorts that might be a little inappropriate. That's what they wore back then. And uh,
0: we're trying to keep this historically accurate as a fictional game in the 80s as possible. (laughs)
3: Exactly, and uh, he he starts. He will actually walk to the front door and knock on the front door. Does anyone answer the front door?
0: So wait, you knock on the front door of your house? Is that what
3: it is? No, the Chad's house. Oh, knocks on the door of the Chad's house.
0: You know what? Yes, John's neighbor, our flying fairy Julie, she just flutters open and opens the door. <laughs>
3: Alright, so this hulking bears in the door, right? And we'll do that thing where we'll look like down at the fairy at the ferry, and he will be like, I hear for grandson. Please come out.
0: Julie's just looking up, she's like, Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> and this is this is Pavel's grandfather Boris. And uh, Boris, which I said I think last session, Boris is Pavel's trainer. Oh no. Yeah so, yeah. so. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: No, so as soon as the door opens and your Pavel's your grandfather says that Julie is just she is the type of person she's not oh let me be quiet people are sleeping. She literally yells, She's like, "Hey, Pavel, your grandfather's here. Time for you to go." Okay, so Pavel will walk up still in
3: the suit, still holding the tray, and uh, as soon as he he walks up to the door Boris just starts yelling at him in Ukrainian words the these eastern slavic words just start flying and right away Pavel starts actually running and they're going to run home as the morning warm up for their workout <laughs> yes <laughs> and, and Pavel is holding the tray and the whole goal is for him to not spill any of the borscht as he's running he's trying to keep all the
1: borscht. oh my god and
2: you gotta high knee it too that's the other rule yep, yep. yeah high knees. yeah that's how they get you
0: yep
3: we're talking totally like total not even like the good 80s action movie training montage scene we're talking like the like cheap american ninja training montage scene that's what we yes. got going on
1: <laughs> just running a- just two two bears just running. I don't think borscht. Yeah. So, let, so Pavel kick. Yes.
0: So yeah. let's set the scene here, because Pavel has described he's holding this tray of borscht. And the goal is to not spill it while he's in this very gaudy <laughs> suit, and his grandfather is wearing this Jenny <laughs> <pichetti> strap tank <laughs> top and like the too close for comfort like booty shorts. <laughs> And it's like four o'clock in the morning, just running. I love it. It's beautiful. All righty, we'll get back to you, Pablo, we'll because everybody, once everyone gets back home, we're going to we're going to jump into some last minute stuff. All right, Shanice, here's your problem. You came with Brad, but Brad's yes, a loser.
1: <laughs> Brad's, Brad's a, lizard. a loser. Brad's a fucking loser.
0: <laughs> and you will not be caught dead going home with him. But now we have a dilemma. <laughs> How is Shanice getting home?
1: Oh, no, we might have to do something about that. That's bad. I don't know if I can do that. I'm almost tempted to, to do the cattle call thing. Do it. Do it. Listen. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Worst that can happen just, is that, that it doesn't happen. They help you with the problem. They help you with the problem. So I have a problem. I need a ride home. And it is four in the morning, and I cannot call my parents. No. Yeah, we're doing we're gonna do that. Oh my. So it says you make a glam roll to see how many extras you can afford to hire. So is it glam plus oh it's probably plus the emotion, isn't it?
0: Yeah, so whatever emotion Shanice is currently feeling in this scene, and the you will
1: add your glam to that. Oh my. So <laughs> I know glam is a d8. I do know that much, so that's one good thing. Have that going for me. Yeah. And then I'm looking at this list. She would have been rageful earlier, but she's no longer rageful. We're gonna go. We're gonna go with. We're gonna stay green. We're gonna be trusting and peaceful. Give that a D6. Here we go. We'll see how it happens. Hey. 11. Sweet. That's eight plus three. <laughs> nice. So at so 11. People. Yep. So you get enough people and you can afford their fee. <laughs> nice. So I am. Oh gosh. So I dig out my purse. I pull out the book. It's my address book. It is purple and sparkly. And I flip it because this is 80s. So we didn't have, you didn't have a phone that had everything in it. <laughs> and then I'm looking through it and I am calling and I I need someone that is trustworthy. So I will call I know who I'll call. I will call Jeremy. Giving him a name. Jeremy is we'll say he is I know Jeremy's Pavel but not a bear. (laughs) He is the athletic type. And I know that he would have been up this early to start getting ready to go to the gym. So I know he'll be up. So I give him a call. And I'm like, Jeremy, you don't believe what happened. Brad and I broke up. And I am stuck at this party. And I need someone to give me a ride home. And I can't call my parents. I can't call my parents. Can you come? Pick me up. Yeah,
0: I love it. Jeremy's just like, hey, no problem. I'm gonna be right there, and just just give me a couple minutes, and I'll be right there, Shanice.
1: Thank you, Jeremy. All right, no problem. I'll that's see you in a bit. Yeah, that's totally how she gets home.
0: Yeah, so Jeremy pulls up in his car. In the back seat, he has his duffel bag. He doesn't mind giving you a ride since as he has to pass your house anyways to get to the gym. <laughs>
1: That's it. Yes. All righty. So Perfect. Jeremy takes me home. So that's All how right. I get home. Yes.
0: <laughs> just for added flair, Shanice, as you get in the car and Jeremy just pulls off with you to drop you off, like the camera pans back and Brad is just sitting, like standing on the porch and he sees you get in with Jeremy. He's just like, <laughs> it's just like the lip quiver and the eyes are already red from crying too much this evening. And then he's just like, and he's trying not to cry anymore, and at this point Julie with new kid John, Julie just looks at Brad and says, oh my gosh. It's like, get, like, literally just slaps it. get yourself together. I was <laughs> not bad of it. Yes. I was gonna say, it's <laughs> sad Brad. EXE sad Brad. has entered the building.
3: <laughs> and as he's standing there the camera, like, does the slow pan away from him and the the 80s Hulk TV theme from the end of the show plays really he's just he's just
0: like, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah Julie's just like snap out of it as she takes she and John get back in the car <laughs> and Julie drives them back to the house and then Aldi finds his way back to his home as well which we'll get into next time and kind of figure that out alrighty so with everyone leaving the chats party Granted, this party is the hottest thing of the summer. None of you expected to end up fighting at said party, not to mention the local pinata gang. All of you did a good job of protecting the party, but obviously Julia as the head or was the head of the newspaper. Still finds ways to make sure that news gets around of the incredible fight that the new kid ended up defeating this giant pinata and that is definitely going to give him some cred when he gets to the community college, because many of these kids are, as well as yourselves, are going to go to this college. Alrighty, so now that everyone has started to make their way home, this is what we're. I'm going to have to do, because this is going to be, I'll intervene a little bit, but this is going to be mostly my players here. We're going to monologue this, so I want you all to think about when you get home, how do you get inside the house? And then just walk through of the final moments before y'all realize, be like, oh, yeah, I got to pack my stuff, get some sleep. And then in the morning, we're leaving for school. So I want you to give me last moments of what y'all are doing and any interactions you would like to have. Obviously, we can go with that. But we're going to I have randomly selected the order. So, Eric, we're going to start with you.
2: (laughs) Okay, Eric, first of all, would drop carry off at home. I will leave it up to you, Mikey, as to how much Carrie had to drink and what she did at the party. But Carrie is definitely getting dropped off and walked inside through the back entrance of the house. But they know me, so it's fine. And then I'm heading home, and I think Eric just rolls right up to the garage and parks inside the garage. Like he knows the sleeping habits of the house, pretty confident and a little rebellious, if not. You know, not trying to sneak, and everyone knew where he was going, so it was fine. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think the first thing that he does when before he even goes in the house is he's going to take out all of the empty crates from from the back of the brat and load up like traveling toolboxes, things that he knows that he can use for class as well as just in case. He has a lot of just in case stuff already set up like in the uh, in the back of the brat. But he moves some stuff around, gets things, weight balance in there, getting real nerdy with it. Goes inside, and uh, so his uh, grandmother is probably sleeping in the recliner chair with the TV on.
0: Yeah, uh, so, yeah, Abuelita is, she fell asleep watching her novellas. <laughs> yes, yeah,
2: exactly. So, I think he is going to adjust the blankie and make sure that she's comfortable, but this is her preferred spot, so that's fine. Get himself some water and head upstairs and crack the door on his little sister's room to make sure that Lulu is, in fact, sleeping and is not waiting up for him. I don't know what Lulu's going to do, if she's going to be awake or not, but that would be Eric's next stop. And then from there. Is going to go in and uh, double check the bag that he's already packed and unpacked and repacked like four or five times obsessively. But he's got everything he needs all set up and then is going to try and get some sleep. But I don't think he I don't think he will. He didn't have anything to drink at the party and he's just still wired from the amount of social interaction. And I think he's replaying every single interaction that he had, especially with Shanice to try and make sure he did everything okay and that everything like went fine and he's he's fine he's not out of out of his comfort zone or anything and it's fine everything's fine but it's probably not fine because he probably talked too much even though he was very silent the whole time and he probably definitely shouldn't have talked so much and he really needs to work on projecting an air of oic and rebellious i know what i'm doing even though he does not know what he's doing and I think he unpacks his bag and then repacks it like two more times. And that's just like his fidget for the next couple of hours,
0: <laughs> poor Eric is uh, yeah. so abuelita is sleeping. Lulu is asleep. Good. prior to that, our our lovable gorgon, she actually she actually was cool with it. and she didn't really ha- she didn't really have any much to drink anyway. She ended up, like, Somewhat helping you out, but more so just chilling in the garage, watching to make sure no dumb, ki- no dumb people try to steal the s- stuff. Because obviously her and her little snakes would have dealt with that. <laughs> but yeah, so Eric, you're just trying to sleep. Not necessarily succeeding at the moment, but man, it has been a crazy summer. This party just capped off the craziest summer that you probably have ever experienced. And yeah, we'll we'll see what kind of adventures await at the college when y'all when you move in the next day. Alrighty, Shanice, let's go to you next. So Jeremy is driving you home and pulls up in front of the house.
1: Yes. So I have him pull into the back. This isn't the first time Shanice has snuck out. So I have him like we get about. A few minutes away, lights off the house, lights off the car, like pulling, pull into the back. I step out. He drives off. I wave goodbye because I need to keep that connection. Probably give him like, as before I get out of the car, I give him like, oh, thank you so much. And give him a peck on the cheek and then step out of the car. Then the heels come off. They are. And then I climb a little bit up to my bedroom window because I'm on the second floor. And I have a way to get up there. I know how to do it, I've done it so many times. There's a little something like against the wall that I can get up on and then get across. And I, it's easy, she's done it a hundred times. Her window's always, she always keeps her window unlocked so she knows to open it and then she gets in. That's the easy part, getting in her room. So then put her shoes away, change into something slightly comfortable, Turn on her lights, and her room has, is so. There's a mess on the bed from the outfits for the night before, and that's now it's fold, It's sitting on the bed, but it's now been folded because she has. They have maids, what have you? They would have had that. So someone would have come in. More than likely, this maid knows her no, enough and probably unlocked the bedroom window as she left. And her bags and chest are pa- mostly packed. There are a few things left over, and there's probably going to be a few, because obviously. <laughs> so, Shanice will spend a good final hour or two just ruminating on things from the party. And then while she's doing that, she's humming along, singing a little bit. and. Going back and forth between her closet and the multiple like chests and bags and stuff to like making sure everything is set up to where when she gets to the college, it can be easily unpacked. There is a separate chest that her parents gave her, which will have some essentials for going to college, living on her own. But she knows she's not that far away. So if she absolutely needs to, she can come home. So she's not packing the whole room away. But some of the key essentials. And once that's done, she's kind of thinking about the party, like cursing herself about Brad and realizing that she only, she should have broken up with him before the party even happened. She had been thinking about it anyway, but she was like, oh, at least I can get to the party. And that would be it. But She's thinking about, like Eric was, like thinking about some of the interactions she had and is looking, meeting people she hadn't met before, like the bear and the rebel with the wine and the really strong nerd, like that she's probably seen in passing all through like high school, but has never given them any, care or attention until now that we've had this moment and then she'll remember the new kid that kicked ass and be like he was a really i wonder if he has any real like training because some of those skills might come in handy given who never you never know what movie you might get what role you might get and you might need to know a little karate so why not like Maybe get some moves from somebody. And he seemed to know what he was doing because he kicked that guy's ass. Yeah. And the guy with the wine, it was really good. I wonder if he'll sell it. That would be something to think about. And then with the, like, Oldie and Pavel, whose names she'll only know just now, <laughs> she will be like, those are good guards if I'm ever in a pickle those would be great people to have just in case. Not that anyone's ever going to fight me or anything, but I'm going to college and I don't know these people. So that's the kind of thought she's having as bring these people and the potential future connections that we could have our assets that she can use. And then she'll finish her last bag, the bag that she'll actually probably actually carry because obviously the rest of the things are going to be brought in for her. And then she'll put that next to her outfit that she has planned out for the day, the next day. And she'll change it to her nightgown and very easily drift off to sleep. She will be a little mad because she's not going to have time to do everything that she needs to get done because she stayed out way too late, but her evening routine can wait. One night without doing it is fine.
0: <laughs> Hopefully. Yes, yeah, Shanice, I love it. Anise is going to be so much fun. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, I got so many fun things planned. All righty. So, with that, that just leaves Pavel. So, Pavel, let's go to you. You're currently. Last time we saw Pavel, he was tri- running with his grandfather for the morning run. Let's. So describe what the rest of this is going to look like.
3: Okay, they so they run all the way back to the Rasputin household, right? And in, I'm gonna put this in general chat so that to help set the mood for everyone. Where's where it? Where did I put it? There it is. Boom. So in the house. Traditional Ukrainian folk music softly plays in the house. Right, however, the house is empty. The house is empty. Okay, and the lights are on in the back of the house and the and the barn. And when they get home, Pavel's grandfather Boris will tell him in 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 in. a slavic-esque language and i do a really quick sidebar i do for the audience if i get something wrong please correct me on this i'm totally basing this character on what i grew up with as my knowledge of the east soviet communist bloc which it's not like it was to, it's not like it is today where you have East Germany and Hungary and Ukraine and all that, because all that when I was growing up, that was all Russia, and there was a very like Rocky IV, It was like that stereotypical quote-unquote Soviet communist Eastern communist bloc thing. But that's what I'm basing this character on. So, audience, if I do get something wrong, please let us let me know in the notes and whatnot. But anyway, Ukrainian. Folk music plays softly in the house. However, no one's in the house, right? as a matter of fact, in the in in the back, let's say carport, the sounds of metal, like banging and working out can be heard. So as they get to the front door, Pavel's grandfather, Boris, tells him in a, in the Slavic language to hur- to hurry up and go get changed because it is it's chest day. So Pavel he'll run inside, he'll place the with reverence, will place the borscht on the counter, and then he'll run to his room again with as much care as he can, will take the suit off that his dad lent him, and then he will he will put on the workout gear, the gray sweatpants with that that are just a little bit too tight the the gray sweatshirt, the workout gloves, right? Actually, no, not sweatshirt. No, we're gonna go with the string string Arnold Schwarzenegger esque tank top for everyone. And as he emerges from his bedroom, even though the Ukrainian folk music is playing, as the Ukrainian the soundtrack kind of starts to meld into Rocky training montage-esque music. And Boris uh, and Pavel will run outside. And in the carport is the gym. Gym number one. And in the carport, his two dads are in there. They are, one's on the bench and one is spotting. And we get right into the training montage, which starts with Pavel... Doing, doing push-ups when his grandfather is standing there, arms arms crossed, and he's counting them off. And then it goes into this scene where they're over in, in the neighbor's barn, and Pavel has to take hay bales and toss it up into the hayloft. And in this scene, again, Boris is standing there with his arms, almost exactly like the first scene, except behind him, are Pavel, are Pavel's pet fathers and they're offset from each other and they're all standing like this as well in that total cheesy 80s training montage thing, right? And then we cut to a scene where Pavel is bringing bags of grain. I know we live in America and we don't need bags of grain, but this is the way they live. So he's carrying bags of grain and it's it's total like the camera is totally pulled back and like almost Pavel's silhouette as the sun is rising and he's carrying these bags of grain and like drops them and then like runs. And again, the camera cuts really quick and there's Boris and Pavel's father's dead. And they're like, just like they have been.
1: One of them needs a stopwatch.
3: Yeah, (laughs) And then, yeah. What as matter? Yes. One of Pavel's father has a stopwatch, and and he just and it just slowly comes up and click. And then, and then the final part of this training montage is they're back at the neighbor's farm, and Pavel has the it's has the harness, and he's attached to a tractor, and he's pull he's trying to pull the tractor like it's only six feet. He's like. Trying to, he's like really straining and he falls and he crawls and gets back up. He's just like, and and again, his grandfather and his two dads are standing there. Click. And then in dramatic fashion, Pavel will beat the time to pull the tractor. And as he does, he throws off the harness and he throws his arms up. He's just like, To which the camera cuts to his grandfather and his two fathers, and they just go like this. And then they go inside to have pancakes.
1: Yes.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yes. A whole training montage. And then they had go pancakes. So then, Pavel, the last question I have for you. So after said pancakes, as Pavel finishes getting ready to leave for school the next morning, what does the rest of this time look like for you?
3: So the rest of the time, as he's getting ready to to go to college. Are they rooming at the college
0: the way that it's going to work? And it's not really necessarily a spoiler because I will reveal this part. But by the power of what we call magical plot, right? (laughs) All of you will be moving into the dorms. And of course, like most colleges, whether now technically this is a community college, but this is a fancy community college because most community colleges don't have dorms. But it is this game. This game does. And like most college campuses, freshmen usually if they're going to live, if they are going to school and plan on staying on campus, they usually have to live in the dorms. So the way that this is going to work is all of you will end up being in the same building, but each of you will have your own rooms. So it's, so the way I'm basing it is that you all will share a kitchen and a living room area, but each of you has your own room within the thing. So so, there's going to is going to the five and again not a spoiler but all five of you are going to end up sharing a kitchen and a living space but each of you will have your own rooms in like this condo kind of situation. You will also have your RA within the area as well. Which we'll get so to was, your RA in a little bit.
1: So funny for 2 years while I was in college, we had we lived in one of the dorms I lived in. They had suites. And basically it was the floor was i think eight rooms and you each person had their own individual room and it was just like a square you had a bed a couple of bits and a couple of desks and closets and then you had a central kind of area that was a living space living room and then you had a every everyone had a bathroom had a mutual like bathroom with a couple of shower stalls a couple of toilets and sinks And it was all around that. All the rooms were around that. So that is what I'm thinking of, but obviously probably bigger. I like the idea of it being our own separate like areas, but a common like kitchen. I like that. Yeah,
0: that's cool. I will not lie. I'm basing this off of my own college experience. So (laughs) That's how it was. My sophomore year of college, I moved into the apartment dorms where there were five of us we shared a kitchen and living room, but we each had our own individual rooms. So all of you will have your own rooms, but you will share a living room area and you will be sharing the kitchen. And then you will also have your RA living amongst you in their own room as well. It's going to be a great time, but anyways, so Pavel, let's get back to you.
3: (laughs) Okay. So Pavel is finishing up his packing, which is, he packs everything in big duffel bag. Having fled the Eastern Communist bloc, Pavel's family, pretty they pretty much had to grab and just take whatever they had on their back. So they didn't have, they don't have a lot of, they don't have any like luggage, actual luggage. They just have big duffel bags and, uh, and whatnot. So that's how Pavel has grown up is just packing light just from the experiences of escaping that area. And as he's finishing up, Pavel's non-biological father will come into his room and he will be like... He'll lean against the door jam and look proudly at Pavel and he'll, he'll say to Pavel... Oh, my little Kubsky, we are so proud of you. You are first to go to U.S. college. You do know how important this is, yeah? And uh, Pavel, he's uh, yeah, Papa, yeah, I know. I will do my best to, to make you proud. And uh, Pavel's father will, uh, he'll put his hand to his mouth and will hold back a tear. And he says, but my little Kubsky, you already make us proud. And he'll go in, and he gives Pavel a big hug, and Pavel will give will reciprocate the hug. And as they do, Pavel's biological father is walking by, and he stops and he looks in and he sees this hug. And he comes in and hugs as well. So now, like it's the whole family's hugging. and then after after a minute or so, Boris, Pavel's grandfather, we'll come walking by the door and he'll stop and he'll look in and see that the hugging and he'll walk in he won't hug, but he will kind of lean his body against the pile. And then we'll just like pat someone's back in, tr- in a true eighties sitcom style. And, uh, and the scene will end with Pavel's mother pulling up out front, driving her Porsche and honking for Pavel to, to, that it's time to go.
0: Damn it, Adolfo, you're not supposed to make another character with a lot of heart. It was already tough enough during season one. Oh my gosh, this is going to be so good. I can't wait. So as the hours tick by, it does become morning. And as each of you wake up and Pavel, you establish that your mom is going to be dropping you off. So there's that. Shanice, who's going with you to drop you off?
1: (laughs) My parents. You're just like, (laughs) it is it is your tradition. It happened with my brother. It's happening here. I knew it was happening. They wanted me to go here. It makes sense. So we will have a big breakfast. And while we're eating, they are loading a trailer with my stuff <laughs> that's coming to the dorm and it is, and while you know, we're having, not dinner, breakfast, I think I said dinner, while we're having breakfast there, that's what they're doing. And then my parents will actually drive the car. We'll have a light conversation. They'll, they'll give their final, we're really happy for you. We're really proud of you. We hope you do well. And Shanice will, fire back. I'm doing this because you were telling me to. I could have had a, oh gosh, I could have been on a show. I could have been doing something, but now I'm doing this, but that's fine. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was going to compete on Star Search. I was supposed to be on Star Search. So she's, she knows she needs to go and she knows she, she doesn't really want to, but she's doing it for them. But maybe this will be an opportunity and she'll Say that. It's like, maybe there'll be something, maybe something bigger will happen. God, I hope so. And they'll give her the hugs and then we'll all get in the car along with probably a couple of, of the help. They'll come in with us, take so that they can help load, unload the <laughs> the trailer once I get there. And then we will drive to the college, to the campus.
2: Oh,
0: Alrighty. And last but certainly not least, Eric, let's go to you.
2: So Eric is definitely driving the brat and will be keeping his brat at, and it's a Subaru brat. I realized I forgot to introduce the car. Eric drives a Subaru brat with the jump seats in the back and a little homemade camper shell. So the brat is a car, maybe a person in the future, but definitely a car right now. So Eric is definitely driving his brat. And so he's going to say goodbye to his grandmother and his sister that morning. It's a rushed thing uh, because his grandmother has to go to work. And then Lulu's going to stay home. There's no other way for her to get back home so she can't go with him. So they're going to say goodbye in the garage before he gets in and uh, drives out after his grandmother goes to work. I think there's an amount of hugging but it is not as felt or wrenching as the Rasputin household. I think it's definitely a. There's a sense of urgency. I think in the shooting this as a movie, there's no there's no vocalization in it. I think it's all there's music, and I think it's a score under it. No licensed music for that one. Yeah. So I think they're they are a very private family, and I think their conversation is also very private. And the few words that they do exchange, they know. Eric's coming back, at least to do laundry, in about two and a half weeks, because that's the amount of clothes that he has. Uh, so he'll be back. This isn't like a prolonged goodbye. This is a, it's a necessity. But yeah, I think if uh, it leaves first, and then it's just Eric and Lulu, and you can see Eric mouth the words, don't burn the house down, as he gets into the brat and takes uh, off, leaving Lulu to close the door, and uh, then now her little fingers and ignite a little matchstick of a fire to finger wave goodbye through the window. And then Eric drives off down the road.
0: Lulu's coming back. She's going to be she's I have plans for her to be important.
2: (laughs) Oh, no. Poor Lulu.
0: Not in a bad way. Listen, I'm not. Said this when I put out the call for the games. I don't kill characters unless it further[s] the narrative. But any NPC that a player gives me, it's I talk with them about it. I was like, and given the fact that this is, we're using the light-hearted keyword, being light-hearted, it's gonna, it's not gonna be too crazy, but things are gonna go down. <laughs> oh my but goodness!
2: In that same vein, like. Lulu is based loosely off of my mom and my sister. And yeah, there are worse things than killing off a character. And it's giving my mom slash sister analog infinite amounts of power. So be careful with that fire that you're wielding.
0: (laughs) It's going to be fine, I promise. But each of you head off into your vehicles and you're all heading over as you drive and make your way to the college. So the final scene.
1: Yeah, one more thing to add. Another car is being driven behind the trailer because Shanice is not going to college without a car. Yes. (laughs) Putting that on there. Yes. So I think her brother's driving the car. (laughs) There we go. Sean is driving the car. Sean was at Sean was at breakfast. Sean is driving the car. He's the only person she trusts to drive his car, her car.
0: Yes. Oh, my goodness. So Shanice is going to have. Yeah. So we got two cars. So honestly, that may come in handy a little bit later. But the final scene that we're getting as the camera kind of pans to all of you heading over to your respective vehicles and persons or by yourself, in some cases, driving off to the college, we'll get Aldi and John's (laughs) journeys last moments next time. But the final scene that plays is that as the camera kind of pans away from these cars, The camera turns back over and we fade back to the Chad's place. (laughs) So thankfully the Chad got out of the hot tub. So he's fine. (laughs) Like he didn't burn. He didn't get crispied. He didn't drown himself, but the Chad is finishing cleaning up the rest of what the party, the remnants of the party. So everything is cleaned up. And the Chad just walks over to the kitchen counter, makes himself a cup of coffee and just sits at the table as he's fumbling through some papers, it's like, all right, where did I- ah here we go? And pulls out this little paper. <laughs> and he's like, like totally tubular. I can't believe that I actually got accepted as an RA. Let's see. <laughs> all righty. And as he looks over the list, it is like, oh, like totally righteous. I know these cool cats and dogs. They were here last night. And as the camera kind of pans out, the list shows all five. of You guys are going to have the Chad as your RA and all of you are going to end up rooming together. And so as he kind of grabs. Funnily enough, he grabs his two suitcases and he walks down the driveway. He turns around. He looks back at the houses. I'll be back for the next party, but I got some business to handle. I gotta make sure that these kids actually do what needs to be done and survive college. <laughs> and he, the Chad walks up to his 1984 Echo No Line van. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just this big old van. He throws his suitcases in, he jumps into the front seat. It's like, all right, let's make some memories. And he just floors the van as now he is heading over to the college as well. And yeah. That is where we're going to end the session tonight. When we come back for the next episode, everybody is going to be arriving to the prestigious Elko Community College. We're going to move y'all in, have some first freshman day shenanigans that are going to go down and we'll see what the community college life has in store for all of our players And to see where their freshman year is going to take them. But that is going to be it. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Neon Memories. A lighthearted magical 80s TTRPG. This is a lot of fun. I cannot stress this enough. If you have not picked up the book, please make sure you can get it from Gallant Knight Gaming. Are the company that made the game? It is a fun time and it is something different, so I totally recommend it. But as I mentioned, when we come back, we're going to kick freshman year off at Elko Community College to see what is in store for all of our players. What kind of adventures await? Will they survive finals? Will there be some shenanigans that go down? You're gonna have to come back and find out next time. But From all of us here at Neon Memories, as well as everyone a part of Vibe Tribe Productions, remember, take care of yourself, love one another, and as always, make sure you keep those good times rolling. Until the next episode of Neon Memories, we'll see you later. But until then, talk for now. This has been a Vibe Tribe production. Remember, take care of each other, love one another, and as always, keep those good times rolling. We'll see you next time.